0: So I'm going to be making some clarifications in this episode, some updates. I'm going to be telling kind of my background story here um, to kind of end the uh, polyamory stuff because I'm thinking about some other, there's another community over um, on Facebook and other places that I'm thinking about that might be a little bit better because I haven't learned Swell. There's a ton of other communities on Swell that I want to join. So I'm going to be kind of doing that kind of stuff. Um, and I want to talk about the balance between virtual and in-person because I'm finding that we are very interconnected in this world, especially even if we live in the same town. So the previous episode, I talk about boundaries. And when it comes to having introverted um, people in your life that you care about, and I talk about the boundaries that maybe I could have set that you could start setting now, What I'm talking about is if you're more of in a long-distance kind of thing to where you're um, maybe talking a couple times a month will ensure that everybody would plan to get together. But what I've recognized, too, is that not everybody is quite as introverted and not everybody is quite as extroverted. And some days are going to be days where you're connecting over the phone especially since we've all started using zoom a lot more and become zoom users even throughout the pandemic. I know I certainly have, and I love zoom. I used it to to facilitate my daughter's homeschool. I used it to join somebody backstage. Um, that was really special. Um, one of my favorite singers, actually, uh, musicians. That was really cool. Um, Getting to know how they do things and then I was also able to um, join some virtual meetings and there's still some things in my email inbox that I get um, invites of meetings um, over Zoom as well as other um, meeting, streaming, broadcast apps that I've got invited to and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm finding that through the creative work and even through connecting with someone deeper, virtual can actually help as long as you're not replacing. So um, for um, another one of our good friends, um, we had to take care of some different things virtually that she was helping us set up. And it was really cool of her. Um, and um, she was out of town for part of the time. And so it was a lot easier to handle it virtually through phone call and text and sometimes we were playing phone tag and it was a real relief when we got it figured out. But that was um better done virtual and less wasteful to have to find a ride or have to um uh, waste gas or whatever to get something set up in person and do it. So I don't necessarily think that... um In person is always the way to go sometimes and even if you just need five minutes on the phone while you're out doing things, that's always kinda cool. When you can include them and they happen to be out at the same time doing things too, it's kind of fun. Um when you're really connecting and getting close to somebody, as um I'm proud to say I am. Um, Um based on what I've talked about in the previous episode. But um I'm gonna end the polyamory series by talking about my story. Um because I want to talk in community with people who are and um I want to clarify a couple things for the podcast this may turn into okay. where I do some polyamory based episodes and include it because I have gone with the model of branding where the personal brand is just who am I who are you that's what a personal brand is who are you really like in your realest form in your most creative who are you And so what that means is that you can put all of yourself out there over time, change interest, reveal new interests and reveal new things that people don't know about you. And then what's cool about this is you can just have one channel to do that. Now I've seen people make separate channels, separate podcasts, separate accounts for the different, um, parts of themselves and That might make it easier for them to organize who they are a little bit and target certain things, maybe, and kind of keep it organized. But it makes it weird for the audience because it doesn't feel like they're multifaceted it feels like they're wearing different hats which is awesome so if you do that that's cool i don't really have personally have a problem with it but to me that's how i would feel if i tried to do it that way is that i would be wearing too many costumes trying to be a chameleon which being a chameleon is very very cool being adaptable but trying to wear too many costumes and not naturally being a chameleon but being like a dressed up chameleon is what would be the problem so i'm gonna i'm gonna do this um polyamory story and get into it uh other thing about the podcast my siri widget might pop anchor up on my home screen i may not even have to move it there or if i move it it'll be in the dock um because with the dock on ios or android you can have folders and icons which could be mean an app a bookmark a siri shortcut whatever it is in the dock um With your folders and have lots of different apps for different sorts of um, sections of your life, which is really cool. And I do that amongst, I have my most important widgets, um, my Google Calendar and my notes, because my husband and I um, communicate and have information ready to go in notes on the home screen. And then, you know, as, uh, but I have my Google Calendar, I've been calendar blocking and kind of scheduling what I want to do, and it changes a lot, but I'm not really worried about it because it's kind of my own way of having a planner and a note-taking system just that's a little more personal, and I journal through Google's apps and everything Um, just because I like the way they are organized better. Um, and we're the type of couple that we have each other's passwords, so I don't really care about that. And we can get each other's phones at any time if we need them. Like, we don't hide anything from each other. Um but it's just I like Google's organization system and writing system for that. So just some techie updates and then Apple Notes, I think, is best for what we both have chosen. He definitely loves it for communicating and storing information and and writing together, which is really fun, even collaborating on a writing um more and stuff. Um so that's kind of our way of kind of doing all of that. But anyways, um So I'll get into the story because I think it's a little bit different than what I put out here before. Just if you're curious on why we decided to become polyamorous and the the way it's actually made us really strong and really connected and actually more honest with each other and less guilty about any kind of thing. So actually before we got into a relationship with each other, we were leaning more towards polyamorous, polyamory. I was definitely, I I was in a polyamorous relationship. I was the third in with a couple and I got involved in the family. It got a little too serious for me, but I was really happy at the time learning about them as a family and how they do things and how they gain independence as blind people. It was really a cool experience for the most part. Um, everybody's going to have their, their different ways of living, but it taught me a lot and it taught me of what kind of relationships I wanted in my life. And especially being a couple, I ended things I had dated, not only I was kind of with them as a third, I was, um, in the process of forming a relationship with a young lady and, um, a transgendered female and a and then um, Bobby came into the picture and he would date and focus on his relationships and um, it was a very casual kind of dating but we were both kind of always open to the possibility we uh, got very close together very quickly and we were there for each other in a lot of dark times but we always kind of understood the attraction to other people, and we never really made each other feel guilty about that. Um, but it took years of even deciding that we wanted to open things up because we felt like if we were settling down and going through all that, then it would be um, it would be best um, to ensure that we could even keep a relationship if we were just monogamous for a long time. But what we realized was, There are the guilty feelings when you're not brought up that way of, I feel love for this person, um, and a lot of it was, I want you to share this with me. Um, This person is a wonderful person, and I want you to get to know them better, um, since you're my spouse, and that kind of thing. And we both would do that together. It wasn't like sneaking or anything And we noticed we would spend a lot of time talking to people one-on-one more time than we realized like we should have. And it would like be noticeable to the other person. And we'd get in these conversations. But we never really pursued anything and never really did anything. Then um, when it came to, um, we kind of got involved in a lot of live streaming. And we met somebody who was, I told you, was on the podcast a year ago. And she was very open to many different worlds and aspects of relationships. And so we kind of had our run with her, like a practice run, I guess, and learned a lot from her and she learned a lot from us. And so then um that was kind of the more just conversational side. But even before that, um what we had done is we had started to, get really connected with people in person. Um, And we realized we were like really, really connected in person and really attracted to people and they felt that way. And it was all well-known in public and all together with each other. And so we were like, you know, I'm kind of glad that happened. I don't regret it. The only thing that I might regret is the drinking. So we want to kind of like cut that back where it would just be about spending time with people and not about drinking um so then that's when we met her and we got back in touch with other people and um some of the people that were live streaming online happen to be people in our town which is kind of cool I noticed like the virtual I get like the more virtual I get the smaller the world gets and the um I feel like I'm a lot more comfortable with that than I used to be um and I don't feel shy about that or freaked out or like if somebody has a question, they can just ask me. And that's kind of what ended up happening is we've, we got back in touch with somebody who happened to know the people we were really involved with virtually in person. Um, or who happened to kind of know somebody who knew somebody and then be in person and, um, know us from being on the bus and seeing each other every day and stuff. So that and that and happen to be in the same kind of communities we were in, the same sort of interest and yeah. all this kind of stuff. So that's kind of what um the story to all of this is, I think when you're deciding or you're wondering and you're learning about people and you're like, well how do they just all of a sudden do they get bored? It's like, no, that's not really how it goes. It's you have a lot of different feelings that um you can only talk about with certain people and you can't really talk about with your family or friends that are just kind of in the society that you see every day, like they're just there because you work with them or something. Um, right. Things like this. And uh so that's kind of the story I wanted to get into just towards the end of the talking about polyamory on here for right now until... Um, I have more content because I want to show some topics in the show notes. Um, probably based on communities. If I, if and when I decide, I'll probably most likely join one big one on Facebook or, um, Discord or something more than I would swell and then swell, maybe see, um, focus on the tech side of swell for a while and then join communities more. Um, But I'm doing all of this slowly because I'm also realizing that overextending yourself is going to not be a very good thing for those that you do love and want to be there for Um, family, friends, relationships, whatever. And so that is um, what it comes down to, really. And I just felt the need to tell it. And I didn't really want to. um, I don't know what. I didn't really want to wait anymore because I did a lot of recording over these last uh, couple mornings and I didn't really want to wait to tell the story and that kind of thing. And I wanted to clarify some things in this, um, and kind of add the updates okay. to some mind changes and things based on the last episode into this episode. So thank you so much for listening and tuning in. I really do appreciate it. I'm excited to see where all this goes. Take care of yourself. Take care of your life. Take care of each other. And um, we will definitely keep in touch and um, all that kind of stuff. There's always something you can learn every day. So thank you so much for learning with me growing with me and listening um hope you're having a good week as always stay tuned but even more important than that take care